What you know? No, bitch, I'm gonna tell you something. Yo, what's good? Yo, how you feeling, man? <sighs> Pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a successful Thanksgiving. Yes. A lot of leftovers from home, which is great. Yes. I've planned our next trip back to my house when uh, for Chinese New Year. Another one. Cooks. Yeah. Another one. If you don't know, this is Jimmy. Sila Sila E.I. Brian. That I, honestly, I don't know what language it is yet, yeah. but I have I to say, say really wrong. but that's the best sounding pronunciation you've had yet. Yeah, did I try it sounded okay. like you tried. What language was that? That though? was Samoan. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now he's gonna start doing the haka. Watch. Nah. <laughs> um, this is PS forty eighty, and this is six period. Uh, we come to you episode number thirty three. Best episode yet. Yes. Yes. Uh, and we have a special guest here today. Brian, do the honors. Uh, do you int- ever introduce like your full name when you meet people? Or is it always Kaz? Honestly, it depends on like yeah. who I'm talking to. Yeah, if, it's, if like, I'm like superior, trying to give them yeah. like no, I'm trying to give them a hard time. I say, hey, I'm Kasturishan. Oh, okay. Wait Ooh. to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So that that one more time? <laughs> wow. When you're trying to get, like, why would you give them want to give them a hard time? Because you know, you know something about them. Or about something okay, yeah, that I'm yeah. like, let me just be a dick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But if I'm trying to be cool, I'm just like, oh, you know what it is? I think I'm so used to saying like, hi, I'm Kasturishan, but you can just call me Kaz. Yeah. It yeah, just, yeah. it then okay. it kind of reaffirms people, oh, her name is Kaz. I'm just curious how many people hear that and try to attempt to like say it back to you as if they got it right. And it's just always wrong. I feel it's like. Always... Usually, usually I do that, yeah. but I'm not going to try. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, nice to meet you. Yeah. 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 You got it. <laughs> you got it. It's all you. All you. No, I mean, honestly, it was, like, not to get so, like, heavy, like, so quickly, but, like, when I moved Mm -hmm. from, like, Malaysia to Australia, I tried to go by my middle name, which was Alexandra, because I was like, no, these white people are going to know how to say my name. Let me just go by Alex. And my cousin, like, called me out. I was like, why are you going by Alex? And, like, none of my teachers were calling me Alex. They were all calling me Kasturi. And I'm like you know what, let me just go back. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kaz. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what that's we're going to do. for people. Yeah. You know okay. what's crazy? I, I could never do that. I can never be like, oh yeah, I'm going to ha- give them a hard time yeah. and say my full name. Yeah. Because all my names are f- so fucking easy to yeah, say. Yeah, you can't. It's too <laughs> They're so boring. I mean, yeah. we can make one up for you now. James yes. Elliot. Yeah. Literally the most like... Do you know what's my favorite thing is giving people Australian nicknames. Oh. Really? So what it is, it's James Elliot... You, you Australianize it? I'm James. Yeah. What does that mean? Because like, people call me Kaza. Yeah. So it's either Kaza or like Jono. Mm-hmm. James Elliot. What's your last name? Elliot. Wilson. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that just came to me. I did not yeah. you create a rat radar. Actually, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is a secret. Um, so I had a friend named James in high school. We called him Jimbo. See, people Jimbo wanted is, to call me Jimbo. Yeah. People did actually... People call you that? There's one person that calls me Jimbo. Yeah. And... It's my friend Miguel from college, and he does it because I gave him a hard time my first year, and he's just from then on called me Jimbo. Gotcha. Uh, and I, I accept it. I accept it from you. But if anybody listens to this podcast and yeah. their name is not Kaz yeah. or, or Miguel, you will not get a response from me. Yeah. All right? Yeah. yeah. You can. Yeah. But everybody else, no, 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 no. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry, Brian, you can't. That's I'm, I don't want to. 
Yeah, I just imagine like a white construction worker when I hear Jim. Like, <laughs> really? Like with a cell phone clip too and everything like on your belt. That's very modern. My friend I, yeah. is a construction worker. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's very modern of you. I still picture like a dude in his trailer. Yeah. Like. Okay. Who does it give you redneck? Unemployed. Yeah, very unemployed. Like, like Strictly unemployed. It gives me country redneck. Just not like regular yeah, redneck. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. country. It is redneck. in America. Let me, yeah. let me take that back, man. You're well, not you a country redneck. It is, yeah. it is, it is a different connotation across seas there. The funny thing is like all the nicknames for James. Are harder to say than James. Yeah, it makes Jim? no Jimmy? sense. Jim is the only Jimmy. one. Yeah, Jimmy is two syllables. James is one. Okay. Jamie is two syllables. Jim, James is one. Jamie. Jamie. Nobody. It's normally yeah. normally it's the Jamie's or James. No one really right. sure is James. Like the last 20, 30 years, it became a female name. Yeah. Before it was just a nickname. <laughs> uh, and then Jimbo two with a very hard second yeah. uh, one. I want to say these are harder to say. Yeah, they are. Yeah. James, come like yo, James. You literally just float. J A and he's kind of like oh whatever happens happens and he's down. <laughs> Jimbo is like stop, boop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, he's just so so convincing. <laughs> yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? That's just, that's what happens. I don't know. <laughs> that's where I'm at in my life right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> I sit in my I'm room right and construct you. nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> um. So go back to you. I'm Kaz. Yes. Kaz Chung. Yeah. Let's just make it easy. Do you guys remember Zoom? Zoom? Yeah. This TV show? Yeah, Zoom. You know how they say their names? Like, I'm whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, I'm yeah. Kat. And everyone's just like, huh? That's not what you said earlier. Like, <laughs> your name? I remember a longer name yeah. than you. In an Alexander Guys, stop. Stop dancing. <laughs> oh, my God. This is going way more complicated. Hi. <laughs> so you said you moved to Australia. When did you move to Australia? Oh, wow. Um, I moved to Australia about five years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. On a whim. Born in Malaysia. Born in Malaysia, I'm half Malaysian Indian descent, uh, Tamil okay. for all my swag, South swag, Indians swag, out swag, here. Swag, 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 swag. Um, gang signs that you guys throw? Up? Dude, you, uh, well, they're you guys, like Tamil Tigers. You guys, yeah, you, know, you guys, like you can't, you can't see it, but she's currently throwing. <laughs> yeah, she has so many gang signs. It's kind of getting it, <laughs> excessive now. Like you know, you can do them. Her guys. hands are sweating profusely. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, it's a dangerous area right now. Uh, so um, wait, you moved to Australia five years ago. No. Okay, so okay. so I'm half Malaysian Indian. Mm-hmm. My dad's Malaysian Indian. My mom is white Australian. Mm-hmm. So we lived in Malaysia until I was 14. Born in Malaysia, raised, like, mm-hmm. educated there in, like, totally, like, localized schools, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, and then we moved to Australia when I was 13, turning 14. Nice, okay. And I lived in Australia, basically, like, you know, the rest of my life until I moved here about five years ago. Nice. So I graduated uni and I was just like, always wanted to come to New York. Don't know what Had for. you come to New York before? No. Okay. No. Had you come to the Western Hemisphere at all? No. Nah. Wow. So your perception is strictly through film and music, I guess? Wow. 100%. Like, I can yeah. name you. Like, it's Save the Last Dance. Yeah. It's 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, what else is okay. there? Mean Girls, obviously. But yeah. of course, these are all high school movies. So yeah, I'm like yeah. thinking, like, yeah. you know. But, o? um. Hmm? No O? What's O? Oh. See, oh. now you have to watch O. What is O? I don't even think I've heard of O. You've never o. seen it? O is the, like, it's the same realm as, like, Save the Last Dance. What's that? Who's the woman in Save the Last Dance? I, I want to say Michelle Pfeiffer, but it's not. No, no. Um, uh, not Julia. Now she's saying her gang signs. Yeah. <laughs> no. She's actually, Again. she's actually t- tattooing teardrops <laughs> on my face currently. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's like, it's like the... Two, early 2000 uh, version of Othello. Julia Stiles, sorry. Yeah, That's Julia Stiles and I think Omar Epps is the basketball player. Oh, wait, maybe? Yeah, it's called... Oh, Josh Hartnett actually is in it, I think. I think. Okay. I'm not sure. Weird. Cool. Remember, that, remember Josh Hartnett? He was yeah. an actor who disappeared. Yeah. 
just like straight up was like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah. Was he in... It wasn't Armageddon. Was he in Armageddon? No, he was in um, Pearl Harbor. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Him yeah. and Brad Pitt. Yeah. And they were in love with the same girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyway, I don't know why we just... Took, I just took us there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kaz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I promise you I'm going to take you on all the tangents because I have terrible yeah. uh, focus. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so like graduated uni, I was already working as a, um, I was working as a fashion publicist in Australia. Nice. Fucking hated it. What kind of brands? Um, so I, I'm from Brisbane in Australia, so we're a little bit smaller, so it's not like the fashion capital of fucking Australia. <laughs> um, but we worked on a lot of like... I wish I had a friend that talked like that all the time. <laughs> I would make fun of them all the fucking time. <laughs> What, with the accent or just like... No, but yeah, like the, 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 the high flow shit. Like, yeah, yeah, the high flow The fashion yeah. happened over um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I just worked on like smaller brands, but I think like, you know, I don't know. Just worked on smaller brands, but like the one brand that I don't know if anybody knows is this brand called Black Milk, which we turned into kind of like a viral brand. They're the, they're the reason that like galaxy leggings and why people ended up wearing leggings as pants like what? exist. Really? Yeah. How do you... How, how is that... What? How, how do they it do just that? became oh, like it just yes, became like very, very, an very. internet like meme and like sensation. Wait, like did it in Australia though to like claim that. Can you point to one person or is it just as Black com- Milk? The, it's the, just this company. Yeah, like on their if you own? go back, if you go back and look at it, like it wasn't someone wearing Black like, Milk. No, I mean so so it was one of the first reiterations of like a, a fashion brand using in, social influences on social media oh, to grow okay. the brand gotcha. and to kind of like use their actual customers as the models and like listen i'm not saying that we created or no, invented no, right, that wheel right. but like was it was definitely like yeah. one of the one of the biggest things and i remember one day having to pitch um a swimsuit with a giant stretched steve buscemi like all of, like that was the material so awesome um hated it hated working somebody in needs to put that in smithsonian yeah, you can Google it. Steve Buscemi, it's, it's, it's probably like, I don't know what, how you feel about Steve Buscemi films, but he is probably in the way that Black Thought is the most overrated, underrated. Ooh. Like rapper Steve Buscemi is probably the most overrated, underrated. Like you know, he was a fire, fireman and uh, he rushed to save many people in 9/11. He's not overrated at all. What movie? I'm, this is not a movie in real oh, life. Steve real life. Oh, he's he saved people. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, he's a volunteer as a human fireman. being, like I can only imagine him being yeah. In 9-11 and was like in the buildings and like well I don't wow. know in the building, but I know you definitely right. I don't think I don't think anyone really knows that fact that's pretty dope it's actually it's actually an internet meme as well but no people yeah. know about yeah. it oh, yeah. yeah that's it wild wild but I'm happy I can break that to you yeah thank you you learned so yeah hated the fashion hated fashion world. turned out my boss wanted to some pretty crazy to... parties I'm sure though oh it was great like yeah. Australian Fashion Week party yeah. like it was living my dream yeah. like for sure at the time um, and the agency that I work for, the my boss, she got pregnant and decided that she wanted to change the agency into like a baby clothes making firm. And I'm like, very rational. At that time, I was what twenty, like I graduated when I was twenty two, twenty two, and I'm like, absolutely no interest yeah. in this. Um, and just like that year, just like out of nowhere. It, it was so maybe I don't know. It was weird. I was about to graduate university. She decided she wanted to do that. I was already planning my like big three month trip to come out to New York anyway. And she always thought I was gonna come back and then help her kind of like stop his business. And I was like, "Mm, Mm, no for me, dog. It's going to be a no for me. Um, I mean, so that's kind of really like how it happened. I happened to be um, working with an intern at the time. Like we were the same age. We ended up going to the same high school, um, Mm. sorry, same university. 
And I would always see her being like, oh, she looks so cool. Ended up working at, like, she was interning at the place I was working at this agency part-time. And we both just decided one day, like, fuck it, let's just go to New York, see what happens. Um, Booked our tickets, saved a bunch of money. Georgia Vickerson, she's actually also Uh a publicist. Um, She lives here now? She does. Okay. Yeah. We've, like, been through this together now. Fuck. I'm surprised Um, I haven't met her yet. Doesn't work in the industry. Like she doesn't. She doesn't work. Well, in music, like you wouldn't but. bring out to her to like an event or something. Like you know what I mean. I, I, yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah. now I'm like concerned she's gonna hear this and be like, "Yeah, Kaz, you don't fucking invite me anywhere." <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, Kaz? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how we can have like reuniting friends and fucking destroying <laughs> those friendships as soon as they mend. What you can't <laughs> see is that George is actually throwing up tons of gang yeah. signs, <laughs> <laughs> saying "fuck the George's, ops." <laughs> George is definitely using the c word. She's like, I only use rugby. What is it? I don't even know. I can't even make the no, rugby joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, don't, don't. It's okay. I'm, well, I'm we sorry. Won't, we won't go there. I tried. Okay. I tried. So you come over to New York. So I come over to New York. Three months, right? First month, I'm like, oh, like, I'm getting really bored. Like, you know, I'm not like a touristy kind of person. And I mean, the whole reason I was here was I just wanted to be in the mix. I like wanted to know what it was like. Um, got bored, started applying for a couple of internships. Um, I sent three applications maybe you guys would know the names like they've changed now but like sent one to press here mm-hmm. sent one to yeah, press here. um what was rnt's like first iteration of their company like nick oh, drew and to, Heathcliff oh, was still life, there. life or death yeah and an, an uh, application to the chamber group okay all right head back from the press here place so yeah. i was like let me go and intern there yeah intern there for the rest of the three months they end up offering me a job yeah and i was like well this is sick I don't have a job back home. Yeah. This is a job in New York yeah. City. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, by the way, they were all music PR agencies. Because I was just like, I don't want to work in fashion. Yeah. What else could I do? I love music. Let's maybe figure this yeah. out. I too enjoy music. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, can hear me listen to one or two Dude, musics. I just remember in Facebook, like you on your profile, you used to have like interests and hobbies. Like mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. no one cares about that shit anymore. But so many people had music in there, and I would just laugh every time. Like, no shit. <laughs> but no, like, that's we could be friends. A really funny concept, though, because like, I mean, you work in the industry, and yeah. you have, mm-hmm. and and I do, and and when it's almost wild to me when I do go back on Facebook and I yeah. like watch my friends go to festivals or shows yeah. but they're it's going the times purely lives, because yeah. they're like I like music I like live yeah, shows right. and I'm like oh. <laughs> well, I told I'm just like what is, what is this enjoyment I've forgotten what yeah. this feels like I to told him yesterday something. like Pusha T had one of the best albums of this year and I literally told him oh. yesterday that I was compa- I was like weighing out whether I want to do my laundry yeah. or see Pusha T for like the fourth time yeah. because he's not going to do anything that's surprising to me anymore like that's how industry I am now that I'm like yeah my friends would probably like shoot like who do I have to kill to go see Pusha yeah. T yeah, right. and I'm like mm, I'd rather do laundry right. on Monday night in the you rain that hashtag yeah. adulting man exactly yeah. well, <laughs> you were like yeah. sorry <laughs> <laughs> I mean but like yeah I don't go to like when I see my friends enjoying live shows I'm also like damn yeah I'm like sitting there like I'm, I'm like well the stage direction is pretty cool and blah, blah, blah. I'm like <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm, I also, when I go to live shows, I'm the worst. Pro- if you want to go to a live show to enjoy yourself and dance, stuff don't like invite that, James. Don't, don't invite James. me. Because I cannot do anything but watch. Yeah. Like, I need to watch what's happening. I don't want to move. I don't, like, I literally have people pushing me around. I'm like, that's fine. As long as you don't disturb <laughs> me from yeah. watching. Yeah. Like, if I can keep my neck straight and just go like this, I'm, right. I'm cool. Like, do yeah. whatever. Like, I don't care. But I'm not going to dance. Like, yeah. Again, what is that like? What I is don't that know. like to go to yeah, a show right. and enjoy? No, I mean, you don't do that that often to go to shows that like just for fun. 
no, trying to think. Just no, yeah, no like interest in like trying to work with them, like to check it out. Maybe only if they're legends. I guess, maybe yeah. I mean I think there's a little bit to that. It's like if I am really interested in them, I'll probably go and check them out. Um, and it's definitely what I did when I was maybe earlier in my career. I did yeah. a lot of that. I did a lot of like going to shows and like checking them out, trying to talk to people, trying to figure out, you know, what my connections were, what my network was what, uh, you know, basically what my neck. Why network. I, yeah, but I'm trying to like rap that song. It's like, what's a net worth? On your neck with the. Oh, um, I've is never it City Girls? Is it the City Girls vest? It might be. In might Drake's. Be anyway. Yeah, okay. okay. Tangent. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think, like, you know, when did I go somewhere for pure enjoyment? But, like, I'm really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we all are. Yeah. <laughs> Don't buy a lot of tickets. Bruh, we talk about this pretty often, but, like, I can't remember the last show ticket that I bought like not even as a stun it's just like I don't I just I can't don't remember yeah. when I paid for a ticket and I think a lot of the time my friends I have a lot of friends who don't work in the industry when they want to go somewhere and they're like we want to go to this show and I'm like the tickets are how much I'm sorry yeah let me see if I can get a back door but then I'm like I don't want to be that dick yeah. like you know so like I'm now the friend that like everyone's like yo like this this act's coming in town can you get us tickets <laughs> yeah I've become that friend wow now, so. I, I'm trying to I, I know I definitely paid no, I paid for the gorillas. We paid for the gorillas. Yeah, no, you know yeah, saying? Like, pro, I probably, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd we probably could have gotten tickets. Though. Probably, like, we bought them immediately. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, like the, the gorillas I've paid for so oh, many yeah, times. Yeah. But I mean, so have I gone to shows and enjoyed myself? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I love yeah. the people That's that why I work with. Still working music. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and off random things, we'll probably go to industry events, and I'll see someone and be like, "Yeah, that was really fun." Yeah. Um. And, and that's exactly it. It's like you enjoy it. That's why you're still the, in the industry. To me, the funny thing is when I see like a younger artist or like a new artist, I still kind of have that like early like industry feeling. Mm. Like when we saw Tiara Wack, like I didn't want to leave because I was like, yeah. you know, I have to see every moment of yeah. this. Like, you, you know okay, so then here's a question for you guys. Do you find yourself um, discovering people when you're out at shows more or just like randomly when you're listening to stuff? Randomly when yeah. I'm listening to stuff. Yeah. Because the volume that you can go through doing that is just way higher than the also, investment you have for a show. Also, younger artists and newer artists, like they don't often put on the best shows. Yeah. So like, I, I've definitely gone to shows They where, don't put so, yeah, so much effort into Well, like, not even the effort, they just don't have the equipment, they yeah. don't have the sound guy, they don't have all the other it doesn't do the right. That's true, that you yeah. need. Yeah, and yeah. like sometimes, like, you know, they just can't hit it. They're just, they're not experienced enough with performing in front of people. They're still nervous, you know? Yeah. Like, what, what's her name? Amber Mark or not Amber Mark, um, the girl from Philadelphia that we saw. China. Yeah. No, no, before that. The one I opened for Tiara Wack. Uh, um, she has Yingling as one of her songs. What song? Yingling. Oh, um, Ari Lennox. Yeah, Ari Lennox, amazing. Yeah. Right? The show was still, it was good, but I think the first one I saw her. She's from Philly? I don't think she's from Philly. Uh, Where's she from? At least I'm pretty sure she's from That's why her song's in England. No. Oh, maybe I'm thinking about someone else then. I don't think it was her. Yeah. No, it was. It was Ari Lennox, because we played England, and I was playing that for the rest Ari of the Ari Lennox opened up for Tiara? Yeah, that sounds really strange to me. That yeah. she opened oh, up Oh, I actually know she did at Babies. Yeah, Babies already. Yeah, I think she did. It was a Heineken Green Room event. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. But anyway. Oh, hi, Green Room. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't have the greatest stage presence. Yeah. She didn't have the greatest Ari stage presence. Yeah, Ari didn't. No, no, no. Bro, she was literally on Soul Trainer Awards, like, over the world. Oh, no, Killing she's us. improved. Yeah. The hell is, like, and yeah. that was also, I don't know. I think, it was, was, I think that was the beginning of her tour. Like, beginning of her. Oh, I thought you were talking stuff. about you just went to a show recently. No, no, no. no, no I'm no, so no. sorry. Okay, yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it. It wasn't last winter, was it? I think it was last year. Yeah, it was definitely. Okay, all right, got it. Well, we brought it up on this. It had to be last, like, March or something like that. Okay. But yeah, it was like. 
I know her music's fire. Yeah. It's just like it wasn't the right spot. It wasn't yeah, the right yeah, situation. Yeah. So if I had to, if I came for Tiara Wack and I didn't know who Ari Lennox was, I probably would walk away from that being like, who the mm. fuck was that opener? Mm. You know? Because I do know who Ari Lennox is. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. You know? I think for me, like, immediately when I go to shows, I don't even think of it as work, even if it's for work. And like, that's why I actively avoid people I see at shows that work <laughs> in the industry because like, I'm there as a fan. Mm-hmm. Because for me, if I'm going to work with someone, I want to be a fan of them first yeah. and be like, this music. The whole like the whole picture, the whole image needs to make sense, and then it's like, oh, then I want to do work with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's really yeah, that's for me. That's like, yeah, been and the only almost way I like eighty percent of my job, like, well, not eighty percent of my clients that I get to choose, obviously, because we don't get to choose almost all the time. But when I get to go and choose my clients, I have to see them live. Yeah, I need to know yeah. your good live yeah. because I feel like if you can't do it live, it just misses a massive. You're selling chunk. a whole product. Yeah, yeah, yeah like so. this is exactly. you in your prime now. Like, can we actually do this? Um, which isn't as important for a, a bunch of people these days, but for me, it's highly important. Priorities, which is weird, but whatever. <laughs> you let them do whatever they do. Yeah. Well, you mentioned it kind of briefly in passing, but what do you do now in New York? I am a, um, for all intents and purposes, I am a publicist, a music publicist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also go by brand manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and that to me is a little bit more true for the kind of PR that I do, that mm-hmm. I like to do and what my clients come to me for. Mm-hmm. It's about the full package. It's about how do we brand you as the product, the artist, the person in order to do whatever it is that you then want to do, mm-hmm. whether that's to sell shows, whether that's to get on TV, whether that's to then, you know, sell merch or whatever it is. Um, we figure it out, but yeah. So brand manager, publicist—that's kind of what I go go with. Yeah. She's also a hitman. Yeah. 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 Just casually. Once again, you there. can't see it, but yeah. she's doing a crazy so amount gang of gang signs. So many. I don't even know what she's shouting out at this point. I think she's, she's gone through like <laughs> she's gone through every single country in yeah. Earth, and she's now just doing random shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, can you just in brief like who have you worked with before? I guess. What Not is now. Lil, what is now. Lil Wayne like? Lil Wayne is one of her clients now. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been very lucky. Yeah. Slash, I've worked my butt off to get here. Yes, you have. Um. So currently, my roster looks anything like it's Lil Wayne, it's Kelly Rowland, wow. Tanache, mm-hmm. um, down to people like Earth Gang. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do Dermot Kennedy, who is a um, client signer Interscope. Um, and then I kind of like oversee, I mean, he's amazing. Um, oversee a lot of like smaller accounts. Um, but I've also worked with brands like Valentino building up music programs for them. Um, Essence Festival, um, back in the day, back in my indie music days, (laughs) I did (laughs) Brandon Flowers. I did, I I helped on Dev Hines. I did Blondie for like a hot second. That was kind of fucking cool. Blondie called me a pocket rocket and I'm like, Pretty sure that sounds sus, but I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Um, and I mean, I, honestly, like the, the beginning of like where I was like, okay, cool, I think I can do this was the internet. I did their Ego Death album. Wow. Told them we had to take them. Um, I begged my like senior at the time, Jen. Um, I was like, we need to do them. Like I listened to it once and I was like, and I've always been a fan of the internet. Yeah. Had the Ego Death and I was like, this is the one. This yeah. is the album. Yeah. And like that just went gangbusters and that's, that's when I just pretty. like realized I was like okay cool I guess I have an ear mm-hmm. I guess I know how to do this yeah and I really like like those kinds of music so yeah, yeah. that's dope that's really yeah. dope 
Yeah, yeah. Were there any artists that you worked with that didn't blow up that you were just like, what the fuck happened? Like, I wish they did? Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, say an unfair statement like that because yeah. I think it's almost always, like, a fact, like, a lot of factors. That's what I'm there's, saying, yeah. Yeah, like, there's definitely, like, a couple of clients that I'm just like, if only you had a great management team. Yeah. If only you had someone. Something was just missing. Yeah. You know, like, if, if only, like, like yeah, yeah, you had radio support. If only you did this. Or if only you fucking stayed with me for another three months, I could have blown you the fuck up. But yeah. you decided that you didn't want to do that yeah. and decided to fuck off. And I was like, well, then look at you now. But yeah. um, clearly still petty about it. But, you know, like. It can, <laughs> be, it can be. Yeah. Or salty, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. So, like, there is those kinds of things. And I think I took it to heart, like. A lot, and you just have to take like you, that's when I have to realize I'm like I'm only a piece of the puzzle, like I'm not the be all and end all. Of course. Um, and it very quickly. You can only do so much. Yeah, yeah. like you literally, you you can't be the be all and end all for everybody. Yeah. But yeah. That's very true. So you like in New York? You still like New York, or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel What's, like. What do you hate the most about New York? Yeah, that's it. I think I think the winter. That's so fucking cliche. There's nothing else. You hate no, I think no. You're talking to me at like the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I really. Okay. I'm just okay. like I'm so right. over right. it. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm also I don't know. Like this year's been kind of crazy because I've just been working really hard. So mm. it's like really dumb shit like the winter or yeah. like I'm really far away from my family like yeah. it's, it's things like okay, that you know what? like you don't have to make me sound like an asshole <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I miss your family <laughs> moving on <laughs> but I mean like fucking weird I used to always say like New York is so hard and like expensive like if you don't like it what are you doing here yeah. no, that's if you like have the choice to leave like what are you doing I mean I leave. totally understand people don't have that luxury and they can't but yeah. like if you're an expat like me or you know an immigrant like me, it's like, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. I could have a, such an easy life in Australia, but that's not my Or any other state. It's way, the, the cost of living is way cheaping, yeah. yeah. In my cheaper. head, like, America is like, it's New York, or it's like, okay. I mean, I guess now it's kind of like, I guess I could go and work in LA, but like. Yeah. Fuck that. Dude, what do, what it's do too perfect. LA is way too fucking too perfect, perfect, man. Yeah. I need that grit, house, man. Yeah. I need to see people shitting on the subways. <laughs> I think yeah. they probably still do that, just not the in the subways. Is, yeah. On the streets. San Francisco. There are designated areas for that. And you can take a selfie there. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see unsanctioned, like, like un... Just, like, did you, dirty graffiti. Did you hear about that? I don't know if this was fake or, like, real or set up as a joke, but there was, like, a... Someone made, like, a nice mural on a wall in L.A., and they had, like, a booth with, like, velvet rope, and certain people with a certain number of, like, Instagram followers could only go into this booth and take a selfie with this mural. I don't I like, did hear this. Yeah, and I feel like it was probably a joke, and I hope it was a joke, but just the idea of that is just like hilarious to me. If that's a social experiment, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh fucking amazing. Yeah. Wow. So. I mean, don't get me started on social influences. Yeah? Yeah. You've been working with them for a while, I'm sure. Or you've seen them around for a while. Fuck no. Yeah. No, I don't like it's I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Like when I see it, I'm just like is it really that hard to, to understand or accept? I get it, but... Yeah. Maybe I'm just, I just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm really trying to say is so yeah. I just don't like it. It's no different than like any other hustler. I feel like it's just like people just finding loopholes to yeah. do at least amount of work. Like I, I don't mind it in the sense that like it's just something that comes with social media and social media in itself is a cancer. So I don't yeah. know. Like, mm. you know, it's just part yeah. of it. Mm. Um, but you know, it's part of our lives now so I just accept it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. But... God Who was your favorite artist you ever worked with? Oh, wow. Whether it was like for a project or like long-term retainer or whatever. I mean, I, 
again, like I'm really lucky. Like I love my clients. Yeah. Like I have like some. We really can change great... your name and <laughs> shit. Like, we'll fucking alter your voice. She's like, saying this, but at the same time, she's writing down riff rap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and pointing at it. We get it. Yeah. Um. She's drawing a portrait. No, I mean, like I genuinely can tell you, like I there's there's pots of people that I really like. I mean, and it's right now I'm biased because I'm only thinking about my current roster. Yeah. But, like. I mean, I've had... Or in the past, you're just like, you look back, it's like, fuck, I did that shit. That was tight. For me, that's always going to be the internet, I think. Yeah, okay. And I'm still cool that with all sense. of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm still cool with their manager. And nice. we, we did something with Sid What'd you think Valentino. about all their solo projects? Loved it. All of them? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the talented. Okay. My favorite okay. story is when we booked the internet on Colbert. Mm. They had just come off their Ego Death tour. But Steve Lacey at the time hadn't graduated high school yet. Mm. So his mom was like, you're not going on tour. You're going to graduate high school. Yeah. But the obviously he was going to come out for the Colbert performance. And I remember that like, even back then. So he was like, missing the whole tour. The whole tour. That first Who Ego Death guitar? tour. I think it was just probably track. Okay. Or like maybe the guitar wasn't such a prominent feature okay, of gotcha. their like live setup. Yeah. And, um, and I we we always known that like Steve wrote the music with Sid and like you know yeah. Matt Martians and like things like that and um, but I just remember thinking like Steve's really special and when we when we're in Colbert and like they're about to go on or whatever Steve comes up to me and he goes Kaz do you think anyone will know who I am hmm. like I wasn't on tour really? and like do you think anyone? I was just totally like, legit question wow yeah. like yeah, that's yeah. I mean it's so sweet but it's also okay. like look at him now. Yeah, yeah. The dude's totally. sex symbol. Yeah. For, like, he really is a sex symbol. Like, Virgil's putting him in, like, like Louis Vuitton campaigns. And, like, After City's probably the most known member, Which probably. is wild, yeah. considering how young he is and yeah. how new he was to, like... Has he, no, been he, he was, like, an instant, like... It was, like, instantaneous. Yeah. You heard that album, you were just like, whoever's on this guitar is amazing. Yeah. And then when you heard his, pro, like, his, like, first single, I remember, I think, Fader or somebody, like, kind of, like, premiered it. Yeah. As soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah, this album's gonna be crap. Yeah. He's really amazing. talented. Amazing. He's really, really talented, and they just have, like, this cohesion. So, you know, that's always been great, even though I haven't worked with them, like, you know, since the Ego Death record. Yeah. It's, I know I've always been, I was always part of that family, and, you know, they've always been very kind of nice to me, and you know, we've maintained like our, um, we know each other at least, you know, right. and, like that to me is like really important because even if yeah. we don't work together, like I like, you know, having those kinds of like long-term relationships For with sure. clients. And, and I think the, the reason why I like a lot of my clients is, is I'm very particular about who I sign. Yeah, like, as you should be. I'm the girl at work that people hate because I put my foot down. I'm like, nah, yeah. mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah. Somebody else can go ahead and do it, but it's just not for me. And, um, the more I do this, the more important that is to me because it's like, if I don't feel passionate about you and I just don't like, and if I don't like you, then I, I feel like it gets a little hard. Of course, I'll still do my job. But like, if I'm not passionate about you, how am I as your publicist trying, I'm trying to get other people to be convinced by you. And the sad yeah. thing is that's like a dying school of thought. Because yeah. a, a lot of kids just join music and like, I'm, and I've already seen this, like, with my brother, who's a, a sophomore in college now. Mm-hmm. Like, he had me meet up with one of his friends in college who wants to like, get into music. And I met him, and I just asked him because he wanted to get into music. And he's like, and I asked him, like, so why do you want to get into music? It's like, well, I don't know. Well, like, there's a bunch of DJs that come to campus. And, like, we have a lot of parties. Like, they're in a friend. And just like, you know, like, I want to, I could see myself working as an A&R, like, as an <laughs> engineer. Threw it out there, A&R. And just listed, like, a billion different directions. And I'm like, no, but, like, what, like, what, what about music do you really like? And he's just like, I just like, it's really cool. And he couldn't give me a, a concrete answer as to, like, what about music he enjoyed more than anything else in his life. Yeah. And it's just like, these kids, like, I know are going to, like, come into our positions or whatever and be like whatever they can push easy they don't care about like if it moves them yeah so 
it's just the, the it, oh, we, yo, this podcast always comes back to this, but yeah. it's just kind of the nature of the beast now. Yeah. Like, it's just consume, 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 yeah, consume, yeah, yeah. consume. So, like... Look out for my Tomorrow Magazine piece, which will hopefully address all this shit. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, wow. Yes, yes, yes. Do you know about Tomorrow Magazine? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah? Okay, okay cool, right. cool, yeah. Still killing it out here, Brian. Yeah, for sure. Of course. <laughs> I don't really write. It's like seeing rappers, like, rappers, like, I don't really rap, but you spit, like, an ill 16. Turn me up. Turn me up, Mag. Turn me up. But, uh... Yeah, no, I just think it's just the nature of the beast right now. They, yeah. It's tough for them. I, I'm I'm sympathetic to their, like, or empathetic. I don't know which one, but right. I'm definitely yeah. to their plight because, totally. you know, to keep up with just the amount of music that's being released, can you sit down and think, like, why do I like this album? Nope, sorry, just top 10 more albums dropped yeah. on Friday. It's possible Catch to make up. it and, like, not hate yourself, but it's just way more arduous and, like, kids probably don't want to fucking sign up. Well, I mean, there's, there's some kids that are doing it right now, right? Yeah, there's no, probably yeah. some hipster, obnoxious yeah. piece of shit that's listening to his dad's vinyl collection, yeah. right? Yeah. Three yeah. generations yeah. too, like, too late. But, uh, you know, he's probably going to come out and be like, he or she's going to be like, oh, yeah, I know why I like music like this or on some Juno type shit. But, uh, yeah. I don't really mind. I, music is a business at the end of the day. Yeah. If they realize that at the end of the day, then they'll be fine. I mean, the music might might we might be too might not be to our liking, but it is a business. Random question: Who is your favorite artist that never blew up? That should have for me. It's probably Charles Hamilton. Oh, that'd wow. be that, he'd be up there for me. Yeah. Uh, I think Blue. I was talking about Blue earlier in the office. The nineties yeah. British pop band. No, no. Blue, okay. blue. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Look it up. Really? Yeah. Did they, did no. they have any hits? Uh, yeah, they did. Um, and Lens. are they British or they're Irish? I can't remember, but they were called Blue. They were like a five-piece like male pop band. Gotcha. Ha. Huh. No, you already said it. Five-piece <laughs> pop band. No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But like back in not like though. ninety, like late nineties, like early two thousands. Nope. Was not into boy bands. One of their members looks really familiar. Simon Webb. Anyway. Okay. Blue the rapper who had yeah, probably B-L-U. one of the mixtape classics from, from like that early like blog era oh, wow. called Under the Heavens with Exile, this producer who also should have blown up. Yeah. Uh, it was fan fucking fantastic. Oddly right. enough, both of these artists suffer from mental illness. Do they really? Oh. I would say Charles Hamilton and Blue definitely. Oh, Blue's yeah. definitely at one point he like I'm pretty sure he tried to drown all his sours away and just like <laughs> was drinking like crazy. Yeah. He was got on stage once at like a Was like, he signed the Stones throw for a little bit? No, am I making that up? I don't know. That, that's another person who I wish blew up. That's Drew Malone. Jill, Julian Malone, yeah, yeah, for sure. I wish he, you know him? No. Uh, he's from Chicago. From Chicago. This kid yeah. was ridiculous. Like, I was graduating when he kind of started blowing up, and he was like 19. And I don't know if you remember this, two dope this boys dope. used to have a mixtape series. Mm-hmm. And 10 Day is actually from two dope boys mixtape series. Wow. Yeah. So it was like Chance dropped 10 Day, and then Drew Malone dropped his. I think it was called Love and Hate. No, or love an enemy or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like that. I remember, right? Yeah, and like maybe like three quarters of it are just like fire. Mm-hmm. Like he's just doing crazy shit. Like he rapped, like him and Chance were rapping in like a way more positive light, like way more realistic light than like the drill stuff. But they were just like so totally different. Like yeah. he had a Chicago sound that was totally different than anybody yeah. else's. And he gets signed by Stone's Throw, and he goes to L.A. and just disappears. Loses it. it. Just loses yeah. it. Pretty much goes on a Twitter rant about like fuck stones, so these anime loving motherfuckers, blah, 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 they're weird. And like he comes back to Chicago. And is not but see what I mean? Like this is why it's important to have a team around you. Oh, for definitely sure. You know what I'm saying? Like and but the it's right like, kind of team for, as well to. They can only do so much. I feel like. Sure. I guess yeah, but then like you have to have the right team that knows when they can only do so much yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. get outside help. Yeah. Which exactly. is also. I mean, back difficult. then though, like I'm surprised we had so many 
you know rappers make it out because yeah. like that the like mental health was not even a discussion yeah like if, if i think stone's throw if even if they admitted to themselves like stone's throw noticed the shit that was happening with julian malone at like a, as a like 18 year old away from family yeah. in a different state yeah five miles five hours away they would have probably done move differently than mm. they were moving back then yeah right. and they probably would have been, like go to go to like therapy and like not giving up on him so fast because like how many people do Twitter rants now about their fucking you know label, their manager? Their we were other... we were just having a conversation recently about how I think part of label deals or whatever distribution deal, whatever it is that you actually set aside money for therapy mm. or like some sort of way to address mental illness, yeah. as just like it, it just being there yeah. that if you need it as a resource, yeah. um, which is amicable. Don't know how many. People it's kind are of funny that, that out, yeah. but... sports, even though sports is so backward, and we could go into that any day, but sports has kind of been ahead of the curve mm-hmm. above like faster than the music industry has been whereas like I'm pretty sure every football team has uh, a psychologist, a psychologist mm-hmm. every single yeah. one and like they all make sure that you have to go at this time but that's more schedule. because of like physically induced mental illness right no it's no, just like it's just think about the idea because of, of being, like where these kids are coming from yeah like, it's the same thing with music like, okay. like Julie Malone was literally sleeping yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like constantly okay. no that's like, good like, I mean that's think about then. Julie Malone yeah. was sleeping in family members a different family member's house on a couch every day mm. and then now he's getting flown out to LA everything's paid for and he's also getting a contract yeah. that's worth like maybe not millions but a lot more than anybody's yeah, yeah. family has ever seen mm. so imagine that mentality and you're just like all I do is rap all day yeah like that would fuck up a 17, 18 year 19 year old and it does to football players does to soccer players does to everybody yeah mm. like it does to freaking esports players you know yeah. anybody that goes from rags to riches that fast yeah like it's just the mind fuck yeah. and like we're a little bit so if any rappers are out there who just get signed like and you can't handle it just like let let us know bro like, I think they do I mean look at the designer I think, I think designers are like a good example of like probably finally getting help yeah. and being able to come out of it but designer just like disappeared for like yeah, a good like half a year I mean sure his team was probably not the best but like he also was like going through it he was a Brooklyn kid that just came out of nowhere and now he's filthy rich yeah you know do you know he got help or something I'm pretty sure he did yeah oh, I think okay. he talked about it and the same thing with like um, who else talked about it recently I know Vic Mensa attempted suicide, yeah, Vic right? Vic Mensa's a troubled dude, man. Yeah, he is. Just all around. But all these guys, a lot of these guys are. I would say, like, yeah. everybody like, in SoundCloud era is, like, yeah. for It's fact. with him, like, almost wondering, well, like, how much of it is, like, he creates for himself where he thinks that he's this icon and image where he has, like, all these social responsibilities to fucking perform. I was like, no, bro, you really don't. Like, <laughs> your last, deep. yeah, your he, music he is I. Like, let's get back to that for a minute, like. Bro, he's but he's in the same crew as Chance, who is doing all that shit. Right, and everybody right. is praising him, which is stupid. That which you know, at the end of the day, yo, at the end of the day, he's a human though, so that humans are gonna do human shit. Yeah, and greed and envy have been undefeated so far. It ain't gonna stop now. So, I don't <laughs> thank know. you, Pastor Elliot. Hey, you're welcome. Take that two cents. Take that. Take that. Get take get twenty three more and get yourself a piece of gum. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But okay, who's your favorite uh, artist that should have blown up? And it better not be blue. Oh, um, still need that. It's funny, like as you were kind of talking about, I was trying to think of an answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my weird references, like the first person that came to mind was this German rapper that I Mm. found ages ago. A friend of mine, like she's German, and she uh, Peter Wolf, I think is his name. I could be so wrong, but that album is so fucking good. Is it called Um, Peter Wolf? No. Is it in German? It's all in German. Yeah. It's all in German. Let me see if I can. Okay. 
No, maybe that's this not. This older rock star just came up. German. Peter Wolf. Something. I'm sure there's plenty of artists yeah. that Peter Wolf. After doing actually. dad rock for for 40 yeah, years, yeah. he said, no, fuck it. Let me take it back to the streets. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have Berlin to figure it out. There's never been an artist that really did that. What? I feel like that pivoted from like successful rock star, successful whatever genre, and then like, I'm going to rap. Kid Rock? No, Kid Rock did the opposite. Did the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Oh, man. Anyway. That's going to bug me. Okay, but, um, Peter Wolf. I, I don't you, think his name is Peter it? Wolf. Oh, okay. Um, you know is what? It w- my friend is it W-O-L-F-E? If she's up yet in Australia, we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, I mean, it's a day away. She might be. Well, it's 10 o'clock there now, I think. 10 p.m.? A.M. in Australia. Oh. Or maybe probably, it's 11, yeah. She's probably a working gal. She might be up. Literally, like, J- Josie, who's the German rapper you introduced me to all those years ago? Yeah, you don't remember? What the fuck? Talking about the Moscow streets. It's, like, not even... I remember, like, when I rediscovered him again, he's not even on Spotify. Like, it, it was that long ago. Damn, Kaz, you're so fucking cool. Remember that kid I was talking about that was listening to their dad's vinyl? <laughs> What's up, Kaz? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Don't do it like that. Let's go. Peter Fox. Fox. Peter Not Fox. a wolf. He's a Peter Fox. Ale New is the song that I can think of. Ale New, yeah. Okay. Um, it's Interesting. amazing. Thumbnails um, looks like fucking Planet of the Apes type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was making like a whole like, so, you know what? I was about to say something and I'm like, I'm really playing into the stereotype that you what? were. <laughs> you were going to go. Let's I was going to be like, Let's he like, <laughs> he was making social commentary about like the um, immigration status in Germany maybe or huh. something along those okay. lines it like, has to be very complicated um, yeah it was but I just remember like thinking like I mean I don't know like would yeah, he have ever made 71 okay I, listen to it okay. all I knew all like right. he was, was contemporary really with like cool. KRS and them yeah um, <laughs> but I mean I don't know if he like would have never made it like I just don't know like music wasn't right, moving right. around like that back then but, yeah, that's, um, that's definitely something was not that's something definitely I always wondered not. about it's just like the fascination with international artists getting bigger in America or just yeah, being like happy with being one of my being, biggest gripes is it? Wait, yeah. the fact that they want to blow up in America. And I just don't think Americans have the palate or the yeah. patience to let See, that Do you ever tell them just like the amount of music we have to fucking digest every yeah, day? Like, yeah, I don't. Let alone inter- introduce an international artist. Do you hear what you're saying right yeah. now? Yeah, what? You don't want to let international I mean, artists in because there's too many American artists? Not that I'm, I'm, not, not, not See, that here, I'm here's, discounting. Here's, here's my thing. Because I'm saying a lot of them probably yeah. suffer from the same thing America suffers, where it's just a lot of mediocrity that wants to fucking blow up. Sure. Yeah, I'm I not saying not discounting going, yeah. that other international artists are ever going to. I think the international artists yeah, yeah, that are going to blow up because they're like talented or they're above the like. There is a certain. I agree with Brian. It was like there's a certain level of talent that you have to breach before you blow up in America because yeah. America already has that, yeah. right? If you talk about rap, like for me to have to go out and seek out a German rapper would mean that he has to be so like his beats have to be so good. Yeah. Well, so what does it mean so to blow good, up like, in a sense like you can yeah. have a moment like Keith Ape did, but yeah. like is he really gonna sell out a tour by himself at this point? Because Apparently he has been. But he's part of eighty eight rising, which is a fucking huge machine in itself. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if he like blew up in America. Like do kids know about Keith Ape? Probably no. Yeah, they just know definitely. about the song that he has a feature with fucking Only Travis Scott or some yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't I, 
I don't want to talk for international artists. Like yeah. everybody, like especially hip hop, you want to blow up in America, right? You definitely want to blow but, up. But in okay, New York. so then then what is it to be like? For example, like I love grime. I, mm-hmm. I mean, my my introduction into hip hop was grime, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's what we listen to in Australia. Is a lot of UK. Was there a on the internet of that Australian grime video? Or it's like, there's some video going around, it's like viral, or it's just like Australian or New Zealand grime or some shit. I mean, Australia also has a pretty decent hip-hop scene. And it's this white dude just yeah. like going in over yeah. a grime beat at a radio station, like it's a grime cypher, but he's oh, just, funny. he just sounds so awkward because <laughs> he has that accent. accent. <laughs> just like, but do you, do you see, like you perfectly him. like illustrated my like, yeah. you know, my point, yeah. which is like, I think that unfortunately like the American palate, they just either don't have the For patience sure. or like... Or like maybe the patience is more about like there's so much saturation already. So like, is. why do I need to then work harder to understand somebody else? I do think there is a certain level of. I mean, my sister once when I was trying to play, I think maybe Skepta or something like that. I was like, oh, Skepta's fire. You mean yeah. it wasn't Skepta? She was like, oh, is that the British dude? And I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, he sounds mad funny. I don't like it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like this is my sister who like on her wedding day was rapping Dream and not Dreams Night. Yeah. She's not afraid to listen to some real yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? But she's like, yeah, he sounds funny. I don't like it. Yeah. And to a certain extent, I understand that. To a certain extent, I definitely don't because, I mean, grime I think is one of my that's why genres. grime is starting to become more welcome now because there's something outside of the music that Americans are familiar with, whether yeah. it's the tracksuits or fucking soccer jerseys yeah. or just like... And that's because of other artists like Drake who fucking borrow that shit exactly. and make it familiar to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you need something outside of the music because the music is too easy to fucking make fun of. And right. also, like, we've been playing... Like, America's been waging social warfare and social colonialism for quite some time. Right. Like you said you wanted to come to, to America because of like <laughs> movies and stuff like that. I like I want to go to Britain because like you know I've studied it and like I like to go to Britain and like I like some like yeah and I like some BBC shows and stuff like that. But at the end of the day like I've never been like oh my god I need to get out of New York to go to London. Never have I said that. Yeah, but you also live in New York. I know. What about a kid living in Mississippi? They probably don't listen. They probably don't watch BBC. True. So that they they're not gonna ever be like I need to go to Britain. Yeah. You know, let alone like. What the kid in Mississippi is definitely not watching Bollywood. So you definitely <laughs> Which is so watch. funny because I, like, my literal next point was going to be about, like, I think that I have so much patience for that. Well, A, because, like, you know, I grew up in a multicultural country like Malaysia where, you know, when my house we were playing Tamil movies at the same time, like, we would watch Malay serials or, like, Chinese serials or, like, Korean serials even at the time, like, in the 90s, you know, because when you go to school you're with like all these people who are like also watching stuff that's at home so like yeah. you just always wanted to be on top of it kind of whatever it's a lot to be on top of um, jesus so ridiculous way of life i don't know yeah, okay. it's like yeah i mean i, I mean you I also like grow up learning like three Korean languages K-dramas, like jesus yeah it, i mean it's just life i've never I watched a k-drama um, not missing out. Never in my yeah. life. Really Every joke they made about it is pretty much a K-drama. <laughs> yeah. so. You've actually seen K-drama. <laughs> Surprise. I have never seen K-drama. Yeah. And if anybody ever tells you that, they are fucking lying. There's one apparently on Netflix right now that's like going There's multiple super viral. Like, what is it? Like, Terrace something something? It's only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what were you saying? Um, the reason I think I like all that kind of stuff is also because you know, I'm noticing that there's also now a lot more people who are American Mm -hmm. or even like um, people of different cultural backgrounds who live in Western countries trying to reignite their culture through their music, right? So you do have like people like Anit Khan, who I think has been one of my favorite examples of like being able to kind of cross his like love for rap, but also then infusing a lot of like South Indian stuff. And I think he does it so genuinely Mm -hmm. Compared to a lot of other South Indian artists out there, 
or South Indian background artists who are trying to do rap. And I'm just like, that shit's corny, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, or, or people like Keith Ape or like even like Brian, you know. Yeah. And there's so many now, right? And it's like, I feel like. Wait, you say Brian? Rich Brian. Rich Brian. I know, but why? Why do I, I say Brian? Yeah. Um, because I know, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I, I like know the like, guys. He's like, like the type of dude that capitalized on a sound, but like that's not naturally what he wants to do. He just knew that like it could blow up. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a but problem. That, you know, that's exactly Joji's thing as well. It's like, a lot of artists. Joji now. does like did all those crazy viral stuff, but now he's like this like teen heartthrob making like alternative, like sad. That's pretty good. R&B. That's, but that's like kind of where it's like, I don't see that any differently than Blue Eyed Soul. Like at all. It's Blue Eyed Soul. Blue Eyed Soul is like this idea of white people uh, doing soul music uh-huh. and it's sounding fresh and new because uh-huh. white people They're never white listened people. to soul yeah. music. So who would be an example? Adele. Okay. Who would be like the number Sam one? Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Okay. All these white guys. House. So you think Smith. this is different? No, I say it's the same. Oh, okay. Like it's it's not like I wouldn't call it Blue Eyed Soul I'll call it something else but if you're coming in to do something and what you would you call it? What would you sit there and listen to like someone rap in Indian over Indian beat? Like, I mean, so... If somebody presented, like, I'm I'm never going to go, like, let me go to a South Asian forum and see what they're listening to. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. Because, like, I don't expect them to be like, let me go to, like, an African-American history forum and see what they're up. Like, I, you know... No, no, no. Saying. But we're talking about, like, like when you're if, consuming culture, right? Like, you're literally listening to Spotify, somebody, someone puts it on, it's like... Yeah, listen to Would them. you go back and, like, then go yes. and find it again if you like? Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm a normal person because, like, I have, like, some of my favorite producers stuff like that. Oh, like, you know, our Asian, like, New is, is, like, my number one. Like, I bring him up to a lot of people, and they're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> right. What the fuck is that? Like, you know, kind of stuff like that. And then you play the music, and they're just like, oh, they've been doing this for that long? Oh, shit. Yeah. But, like, I'm never, I'm, like, I'm never going to shy away from good music. So if you're showing me good music, and I'm going to listen to it, and I'm going to consume it. The whole thing is, I don't, I always said this about, to a lot of people, like, when Yellow Wolf first came, mm. the reason I was such a big fan was because I didn't know about being an Alabama redneck. And nobody ever presented it to me in a way where it felt genuine. Mm. Like the love for hip hop and the love for being an Alabama redneck never felt more genuine than, than when Yellow Wolf came out. Mm. Like, and that made it so interesting to me. It was like, let me learn about you. Yeah. Whereas now when he's doing country shit, like I don't like that anymore, right? He's, yeah. he's gone off the deep end. But a lot of people, when they come into hip hop, they're not being genuine about like, this is who I am. This is what I like. This is the sound like I want to do. Yeah. This is who my people are. Like, like, come join us. And, and I, and I totally agree problem. with that with you. And like, I think Rich Brian, when he came out as Rich Chigga, I immediately didn't like him. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but this is bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas when Keith Abe came out, because I knew about that other kid in the fucking uh, with mask. With that mask. Yeah, I knew about him. I knew, like, he was, like, actually, like, I guess in the projects of Japan, like, really rapping like that, and mm-hmm. really, like, his producers were making beats like that constantly. Like, I knew, okay, okay, I could fuck with this a little bit. But, like... I kind of like I don't fuck with that. If you're gonna come in to like a space that's predominantly or historically mm. black and brown, and not your culture, basically. Not yeah. even you know you could say that, but like black and brown, I guess not your culture. And you're just gonna capitalize on a sound that is made by predominantly black and brown people to catapult yourself to do something that you imagine is on a higher plane. Your mind's fucked up. But I think those are those the corny people. Like when I see some people doing it, and I'm just like, that's really corny. Where I think it's now gone too far is when people are trying to stay super authentic. Like I, I talk about my gripe about South Indian um, artists all the time trying to like cross over into like West like pop music or in our in like the culture at least or whatever. And and now it's I feel like it's gone so far. They're like, no, we have to be super authentic. And I'm like, 
that's corny too. Yeah. Like now <laughs> I feel like we're bl- like I don't know what the equivalent would be, but it's like now I feel like I'm putting on a costume. Yeah. Like okay, so now you're just gonna wear a sari that in every single one of your unnatural. music videos. Yeah. Like what? Like yeah. what is that? Like it was one of my biggest thing. Like growing up, like loving hip hop as much as I did in Australia. And, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to say this, like, Australia is pretty racist and, like, you know, it's... You don't say it. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's, like, you know, being someone that, like, loved hip-hop so much, it's, like, automatically put me in a category. And, like, I don't I don't look like a white person. I'm, like, half-white, but mm. I don't, like, nothing about me says, yeah. you might be white. So, like, it automatically puts <laughs> you in, like... Ambiguous, question mark. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh. But never, never, like, <laughs> never anything it's to do a with a white person. character, like, meeting another wee amateur. <laughs> <like, laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, huh? yeah. Um... You, it automatically puts you in a, in, a, in, a, in a defensive position and I always yeah. had to defend rap. And I always had to defend my love of like rappers or producers or just anybody in like the hip hop space. Yeah. So, you know. Then again, we are one of the most problematic genres to exist. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. But for 100%. sure, but like, we also had to do that in America. Like, at, at a time, we had to do that in America. At a time, and especially where it's very sensitive. Yeah, and I, I honestly think that's why you see a lot of black and brown thinkers and a lot of black and brown writers are so defensive and like so like not always say closed-minded, but like are acting as gatekeepers because that same thing was happening just on being black people and yeah. being famous. Yeah. And that's why that matters so much to yeah. people because you had to defend it and I'm so glad you did. But at the same time, like they had to defend the fact that they were artists in general. Mm. And that's why I said when you're like, oh, they do this to go and become like, do whatever they want to do. It's like the assumption is like whatever they want to do is real artistry and better than what they were doing. Mm. Like just Black because disappeared on James's right hand. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm actually growing a bigger beard right now. Yeah, this fro is so luscious right now. Uh, but like no, like you know, like the K, like the uh, was it K T or K Keith Ape, right? Yeah. He pretty Ichima is pretty much yes, you guessed it, right? One hundred percent. Exactly. But 100%. To say that Keith Ape now is doing something that's like... Why have I never had anyone compare it like that? Oh, it definitely is. Like, I think uh, everybody... No, did. you said it, and I'm like, did yeah. you guess it? Like, yeah. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Yeah, that was like... What's yeah. the yeah. And then they actually settled like, outside of the court. Yeah. Like, outside of court. Shut yeah, up. Was, it, was yeah. a, it was the same exact song. Yeah. That's funny. Same corporate... Like, everything. And, like, it's almost like saying, like, okay, now Keith Ape is doing something like he wants to do now. What? That you guessed it wasn't good enough for you? Like, it wasn't... Artistry, you had to copy it, so no, I think but it that was... wasn't Keith Ape, yeah, yeah, that was okay, Keith so Ape Keith... trying to be OG Macko, and that was his and only it worked, thing that, yeah, but I also think it's because it was like at the time he probably thought, like, I only need to like, but that's why I'm glad he didn't people. keep doing that, yeah, like he immediately just went back to like what he felt was what he but was, but I'm mad he even did it, yeah, that's that's why I think the difference is. I'm not mad at it though, because right. like he didn't own it, like, he was that's trying a problem. to. <laughs> no, no, no I'm saying he didn't, he didn't that was own it Macho like he was style. like I'm trying to do this now yeah. like, I'm just gonna do this song for fun like, and there's nothing wrong with artists just fucking trying shit and that becomes a hit so what but I mean the song's exactly the same yeah I mean like <laughs> I, don't he he gave, was, I don't think he was thinking about it like he didn't do, I really he don't gave think he props thinking, to him yeah. like he didn't do it in a disrespectful way I'm pretty sure 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 but at the end of the day this is what this is why I always tell people also, like, the whole idea of appropriation is capitalistic in and of itself. So it's money if you're involved. you're making money, right. Okay. Money is involved. Okay. That's not cool, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just not what right. hip-hop's about. Okay. You don't do that. I feel you. You don't do it. Yeah. And you cross the line. That's a principle thing. I feel yeah. like You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now you're, you're, now you're touring and OG Mackle's at home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, like, that's yeah. not cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's what happened. No, I know. Is that no. not what happened? No, it did. Exactly. Uh, but getting on a lighter note, 
<laughs> have you listened to anything good recently? It could be anything. Any any genre. Anything. Any um, era. I'm really, really obsessed with this Rosalia album. She's fucking amazing. Like fire. Yeah. I need to listen to it. I, I think the theme it. of like this one, like sliding to realize, is like <laughs> I obviously just really like people like not being able to understand the words. Okay, fun fact about me, I almost never listen to lyrics. Same. Really? Almost never listen to lyrics. I, I mean, big like production, production yeah. big beat. Yeah. I want to, like, hear it. And, yeah. like, Rosalia's album is perfect for me. Because yeah, it's, like, flamenco sure. beat. It's, yeah. like, all it is is beats. And, like, I don't really... It doesn't matter what you have to say. Because, for me, what you're seeing is just melodies. Mm-hmm. And, like, just that's what too. I love. Um, yeah, and her voice is just, like, mm-hmm. that perfect mix of, mix of, like, honey, but then also, like, raspy, like, Ooh. bees. So... Big anyway, it could be a drink at a bar, the Rosalia. <laughs> oh yeah, it definitely Rosalia? be like a mezcal. It's Rosalia. Rosalia. Think, yeah, there's an accent on the eye, I think. Okay, well, yeah. R- Rosalia. But it still have mezcal. Rosalia. In it. You have to whisper it every time. Rosalia. Can I get the? Um, yeah, the bar's like, yo, let me get the. You got nothing but roses falling yeah. off. <laughs> no, like, I didn't hear you, but I know what you want. <laughs> it's rose-infused mezcal, yeah. for sure. Let's like a go. little like sugar rim. Yeah. We might put a little chili pepper in it. Everybody moves slow motion. It's full on hollow. Let's go. Everybody's moving in slow motion. Yeah. And it comes in like, you know, very specials. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like... You have to like Everyone realize. just immediately whispers like, what is she ordered the Rosalia? What is she ordered? She ordered four of them. <laughs> the table's all red. Yes. <laughs> Anything else? Um, you, yeah, can say, so you can list as many as you want. Obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love this kid, Leo Callion. Um, Leo what? Leo Callion. Callion. He is a English R and B pop like R and B pop artist out of the UK. Yeah. Um, trying to get my hands on him. Pop's um, just a whole genre I'm sleeping on. Ooh. Pop, just in general. Maybe my that. definition of what pop is is different. There is like, no definition. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say. Like, no, I don't think no, you're wrong. There's no definition of R and B in pop. Yeah. Right. Um, but he's kind of very like he's so he's written for people like M N E K and like Grace Carter and like a bunch of people. Um, but like his music again, it's, so he's, he's actually half Pakistani, half Indian, cool. awesome. grew up in London, is gay. Mm. So it's like all these dichotomies. So you're just saying like one. how mm. like his life was tough. Yeah. Right. That I, I'm, not, actually, I'm not even going to go that far, but yeah. I think it would come with a lot of confusion. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes, um, Which yes, I hundred yes, percent yes. relate to. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Jesus but he Christ. just makes like really beautiful music. Um, yeah. Like. How old is he? Um, I'm not gonna say 75 because okay. I don't know let's go with 75 but um I mean like we've I mean I've like hit him up on like we've like chatted over the internet and like you know he'll like hit me up and like ask me for like soundboarding advice and stuff like that and and I love that I love being able to yeah. like tell people like how to do stuff and like not fully commit <laughs> to anything but lovely Wait, soundboarding isn't like getting you fans um no soundboarding isn't like I want you to use me as a soundboard like throw oh, me your ideas. Oh, let's okay, like gotcha. talk about okay. it. Let's okay, figure okay. it out. Gotcha. You know, because um, I guess if we were going back to that OG question, like why do you like music? It's like for me, it's I like working in music because I love being able to help people tell their story or like mm. figure out how to do. What do you want to do? Yeah. Let's figure out how to do it. Um, and then I'm like really biased. Like I listen to a lot of like my own client stuff most of the time because I have to like listen to it to be in the mood to like pitch it or write about it or whatever it is love kelly Rowland's new song like right. i think it's fire okay. i think kelly's tapping into something that's like super super awesome um oh there's oh 
What else? What else have I been listening to? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess a little bit of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Big B. Um, do you always go last? Is this a thing now? Yeah, I've always gone last. And it's like now, like a thing that you prefer. Do you well, always go last? I've literally, for the past 32 episodes, I've always So what if last. we switched it up? Nah, I'm good. Oh, no. Nah. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> right. Nah, um, B. I don't like change. Anyway. <laughs> it scares me. Trying to get more into like bounce, listen to Nikki to B. Ooh. He's fucking, and that's the thing that I've, I've read up on and like learned more about bounce music, like. The, obviously, the live performance, the vocals, the energy comes mm-hmm. from the vocalist, the rapper, whoever. But it's the producer who takes all the samples and fucking chops it up to the beat and just makes a whole new song. Basically, then what they're recording, like, whoever, I gotta look up who, like, what producer was working with him. But his product is just, like, and that's what I love about Bounce. Like, that's what I think, like, the thing that you mentioned earlier about Rosalia's album is just, like, it's just raw beats mm. and, like, a vocal or, like, one sample here and there. But it's just, like... The way they chop it up is so much different yeah. than like yeah. East Coast, West Coast. Like even it's within its the South, it's like its own fucking bubble. Ecosystem. It's just like, yeah. yeah. It's just fucking like what I want to like tap into for our next project. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also somebody leaked apparently some party next door tracks that were gonna be on like his next project. I'm not sure. It sounds pretty raw, like no mix on him. Some good songs on there. Um, I went back and listened to Skepta's blacklisted mixtape. Is that the one that came up for Halloween? I th- Thing. I don't know. I know he was doing that for like two or three Halloweens, like putting on a project. Um, but yeah, I just never listened to it. I just always knew he had other music before Konnichiwa and just the fucking production on it is amazing. Like, yeah, it's something definitely worth visiting at some point if people haven't listened to it. Um, All Black and Kenny Beats, Two Minute Drill, fucking also incredible. Like, yo, Kenny Beats is having an incredible year. Incredible too. Yeah. Last year, yeah, was yeah, like, and he, yo, and I, I forget what song he produced like like three or four years ago. It was like some hit, and he's like he's been around for a while too, like low key. Yeah, mm. yeah like people just didn't know about him, and like obviously people just finding out he's even white now, but just like, <laughs> yeah, no, he's been fucking killing it, and yeah. like, and I don't see him slowing down because the variety in his production right now is like, oh shit, Kenny beats me this song. I was like, what? It's yeah. ridiculous. He's like um, even for like that, like oh yeah, like Atlanta. Yeah, area. this kid must not fucking sleep or some shit. Yeah, no way. Um, City Girls' project is fucking good. I had it. Um, and then Harrison, who is the girl who was in, um, what's it called? The Get Down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she put out a, a project that's just, is like an EP, like five songs or something. She's actually pretty dope. Cool. What yeah. kind of music? It's like R&B, but it's death metal. I want to see, yeah, <laughs> a lot of blood. Yeah. Um, it's like. Satan's Sacrifice is probably my favorite song of Raven, Linnaean, like, Amber Mark mm. mix. That sounds pretty damn good. Yeah. So I mean, I played a couple of songs, and, like, you're, you like, oh, who is this? I'm like, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, it's Rosalia. Rosalia. <laughs> I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, this, like, you know, Thanksgiving passed, and Thanksgiving I hang out with my family, There's some family members I don't normally do, and literally the discussion was, like, Meek Mill, Meek Mill, Meek Mill, Meek Mill. I don't listen to Meek Mill. Random. Yeah, I don't listen to Meek Mill all that much, but uh, he dropped two singles this past weekend. One was like, well, I actually dropped a single like a couple of weeks ago, and then he dropped one this weekend, and it was called Oodles and Noodles Kids. Yep. Fire. Yeah. I literally listened I to heard it yet. today like seven times in a row. Really? Like it's Who produced it? So f- I don't even know, but yeah. whoever did it, they 
they just like they were possessed by like old Kanye and just chopped the sample <laughs> oh, nice. up so fucking well. I've never heard like a good sample of his being a while. Oh my god, it's amazing and like it sounds like Meek Mill. Like the, one of the reasons I love Dreams and Night. Like everybody loves Dreams and Nightmares because Meek Mill is just going off the top, just like just explaining his life and explaining how hard he's worked to get here, whatever. Yeah. When Meek Mill does that, it's always fire. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's undefeated. When he yeah. Does that, yeah. So this is what that is, but it's even sadder because he's talking about like going through the legal yeah. system yeah. and stuff like that and like phenomenal right. is that what they serve in jail phenomenal. is that what the references no, the, the are is this like him growing up like yeah, kids yeah, who have to eat noodles and noodles because their moms them. Like, it's, right. no no yeah I got you <sighs> Heavy. gotta listen to it yeah. mm-hmm. gotta listen to it uh, I also like you said I like I don't really care too much for instrumental music I mean uh, lyrical music yeah. so I've been listening to these two guys that I found just well one of them I knew about for years on Ra he's this like producer who is amazing. Yeah, he had this, uh, ch- uh, what was it called? I don't want to be wrong because it would be a slur if I was wrong. It's like the, not Chinese American, it's like Chino something series. It's always been fire. But he actually just released, like he did a departure in 2018 where the um, the album is actually like an R&B kind of vibe to it. Still very much like, it gives me the, the vibe of like what I imagine like the 80s like, uh, maybe Malaysia, maybe some Take like some Thailand, some like Southeast Tiger country, like the eighties, like really like vibed Smooth. out like like old Vietnamese, like yeah. actually you know what? Yeah. You know what's really dope if you actually went back and found old Vietnamese, like nineteen fifties, sixties like again, pop music. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I imagine like amazing. Really? They were doing something back there. Yeah, like I don't know, it just sounds like so like I don't know. I just thought it was like a lot more fresher because I, th- I guess they like were like live instruments. Was it disco? Like, what does it mean? Like, it was like it was kind of like what I think like American and like British like pop bands were doing in the fifties and and sixties. So like but the Beatles? add a lot of Vietnamese like traditional instruments yeah, or like weird. that twang. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I love. Okay. So I like, a lot of death metal. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising. I always now, forget about actually, that. is it Indonesia and Vietnam? Like they have like yeah crazy, crazy metal scene. Yeah, metal yeah, yeah. Scene. yeah, I've seen that. Wild to me. Norway and Indonesia. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Death metal just speaks to a lot of people, man. It really does. You're in pain. No, one of the biggest metal uh, groups is, what is it called? Like Baby Dolls or whatever it is? Oh, That's, yeah, the Japanese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're crazy huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy huge. But, um, oh, what was I saying? No, but it kind of reminds me of, like, I don't know. Like, I just imagine, like, Akira, like, when I listen to it. Because it's, like, an 80s vibe to it. Like, 80s R&B. Mm. But, like, it just feels like... Intense. It's in like a I don't know like it feels like it's in a I don't know it just feels like it's in that type that area and I know yeah. he's also does that kind of vibe and he's purposely doing that mm. you know okay. what I'm saying and I, I think know, the, when you say Akira I'm like I just get really grave no it's kind of like have you seen Akira no it's sweaty okay. like it's, it's an anime film okay yeah. I figured it was either that or a video yeah. game I yeah. was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like, like <laughs> you know uh like the, all the images of like the Vietnam War, Vietnam War we have, yeah. and like kind of like that era, it was like kind of like they were sweating constantly. Like it's oh, always okay, just like yeah. humid, but like it yeah. has like the trees and everything over it. So it's like that's kind of like what the vibe I get. Like in the city, you're on a freaking moped yeah. riding to your girl's house, gotcha. and the streets cool. are tight, and it yeah. has like fucking food vendors. That's the kind of vibe okay. I get. Wait, what's but it called? You're the coolest person on there. His name is Onra. This is the latest one. I think it's called What We Don't Like. We won't talk about it or something like that. It was kind of just like, yeah, because we're, we're fucking. That's pretty yeah. much why we're not talking about it. Um, Happens, man. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then this guy, his name is Jazz Enough, J-A-Z-Z-I-N-U-F. I found out about him because I was on like one of Spotify Mellow Moods mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> playlists. And he had this one beat where it was mellow. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, in the middle of the beat, the beat switch was like, 
it felt like a 60s game show like out of fucking nowhere oh, but the drum pattern changed with it yeah but like kind of remained consistent so like the snare started hitting more like frequently but the kick was still very yeah. insane and it was phenomenal i was like what the hell is this and i literally was talking to somebody at work and I, it started switching up and i told him like stop i went back i was like i just listened to it and i was and he was still talking to me i was like please please yeah. Yeah. No, not right now, now. Yeah. yeah not right yeah. now all right we need to get this done and like yesterday i just listened to like his two albums in 2018 i could tell you like i'm gonna do like a top 10 beat tapes of the let's year let's fucking go he's gonna yeah be you like, need to do it like monthly i feel like he's dude. gonna be up there. he's super i was gonna fucking, like, i'm gonna i was gonna say like when you guys totally sidebar right. when you guys are talking about this on the podcast like do you then play the music in the background a little bit just so that people no. have a context uh, you should i, I expect them to do their research yeah you can't but like when you're like everybody. yeah but it's a love hate actually no it helps because I'm like listening to it on the train I'm yeah. not, I can't like google like, the thing is like, I'm afraid of licensed music playing licensed music on the podcast we could always it's just do like three, three clips well, these guy, well this guy is clips. actually also on, they're all on Spotify and SoundCloud and stuff like that so like Spotify as long as we do a three to five second clip and also include a link to the actual stream like it's I don't think like really but it's just also like I know it's a lot of fucking time no but is that the is that the rule though it's not a rule, but it's an unspoken, accepted thing within music. For yeah, me, three to least. five seconds for yes. you at least. Yes. I've worked, dude. Three yes. to five seconds. That's it. Trust me. Some of these beats don't change for quite some time. So pick a good three to five. That second, like one like that, that switch. Moment. And like also, moment. it depends on the artist, dude. Yeah. Trust me, like yeah. you can get away with it. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll try. Well, because yeah. like yeah. even like someone from me, it's like you know, if you're like talking about one of my artists, and like someone happens to be talking about one of my artists, I'm like. Play the song so people understand true. what it is that you're talking yeah, about. True. You know, I so mean, there are a lot of context. podcasts yeah, that do it too, yeah. but they yeah. also have budgets. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we won't go into that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, that guy is fucking amazing. He actually did this one called uh, Audio Bartending. Cool, amazing name. Mm. That is a great name. And like the like the samples that he uses throughout the whole thing. First off, if you use um, like, was it? it's not Bossa Nova, but Bossa Nova, I guess it is the jazz like from Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, yeah, like. If you use that, I'm also instantaneously so going to be a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I knew every single sample that he used, and I was still like, this is fucking dope. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like, he actually uses a, a New Jersey sample with like a Sam Getz sample. And it sounds Stan Getz, whatever his name is, okay. at the same time. Yeah. And it's fucking nuts. He also uses a sample where it's a person whistling girl from Empanada. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, I would say the Empanada. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Empanima, whatever yeah. it is. I would say it like Empanada. I don't know yeah. why. I like both. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love but the way you said it, as if it was, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. With that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, it's great. It's a great, great nice. song. So I highly suggest it. Okay. I, I think that that one's off of audio bartending, but the other one I listened to was great too. So there's been pretty much those three. Yeah. So cool. uh, do you have some socials you want to put out there? Or? My yeah. social? You no, plug, I'm good. You want to plug anything? <laughs> plug everything if you want. I mean, because all the social media influencers listen to us. Like, yeah. I'm sure you want their following. So. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so yeah. behind the scenes. It's yeah. like, I don't even know what that means to like plug my thing. Because almost always if I plug something and then find yeah. my Instagram, it's like, listen to this song. Like, I'm like the next biggest rapper. Like, you don't want to miss your chance. Like, in my fucking DMs. What is, and they all talk like Marlon Brando? This is crazy. He's like, fuck, I kind of want to miss it. You come to me yeah. on my daughter's yeah, wedding. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad I sound like Marlon Brando. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to end on a high note then. <laughs> the Australian 
Marlon Brando. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's that at at the Australian right Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> On all socials. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess I'll run through PS48. Nah, fuck ours. Nah, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I've been plugging Snapchat at this point as if we have one. We still don't have one. No, I don't. So I hope I don't, people I don't yeah. I don't have a Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. So if you're also <laughs> under the age of 16 at this point, yeah. Snapchat, the fuck are you listening to? We do have a TikTok. It's really weird. We yeah. do have a TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have Snapchat. Uh, our cryptocurrency, our fucking uh, shuttle service that we're still going to set up, uh, our Vine. Vine's coming back hopefully mm-hmm. soon. It's just going to be Vines of like James, like cooking mm-hmm. but like not exciting angles like it's just gonna be me on the couch while he's cooking so you can't really see what he's cooking nor obviously smell what he's cooking but he's always gonna be and cooking the commentary is gonna be something for totally different yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and it would then, actually be rugby commentary actually union rules yeah um, and then we should start a band because we didn't get to this mm-hmm. but this was a Facebook post that a band posted uh, about their band breaking up and it says due to the unfortunate reality of our guitars fucking my girlfriend of almost seven years which which rot will be taking an extended hiatus i however will continue the band in another space and time being ripe with hate the music is slowly flowing and without a doubt will become the most devastating torturous music i have ever created <laughs> thanks for the support stay heavy peter <laughs> at the end also our drummer died what this is a joke. I'm pretty sure this is real. Wow. That's yeah. sad, bro. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So we will now be taking Rich Rot's name. Yeah. Witch Rot? Yeah. Because they're obviously not a band anymore. <laughs> so PS4080 is becoming Witch Rot. So come see us on tour, probably in Germany. Yeah, could you imagine if the, what the, if this guy was as talented as like Trent Razor? Yeah, right. Like, could you imagine, right. like, the album's genius, like, yeah, the right. album's is literally just, like, him doing nails on glass. Wow. <laughs> it's a symphony of people Can scratching you, like, nails on glass. imagine what witch rot would sound like? I don't know. Actually, it would sound like probably 1950s After this? Vietnamese this pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God We're a mixture of on, raw, sweaty, uh, yeah. <laughs> late night. That's <laughs> hilarious. All right. So, yeah. I guess for your album too. Yeah, yeah. So far.